Welcome back to Welcome After to Hours. hours. Um, thanks for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed the video game talk. If you didn't, you're a bitch. Yeah, you're a bitch. Go play some games, you fucking loser. <laughs> what do you get, pussy or something? <laughs> what do you get, bitches? Go play some games, People fucking nerd. Games and get bitches. Exactly. That's peak humanity. All right, let's get to it. I don't want to talk about games no more. All right, so After Hours. We were just talking about how <laughs> every time we talk about our childhoods, Eric's is like kind of concerning, but like generally okay. Like he had a loving mother and brother and like he still played games and watched things and enjoyed kid things, even though he was like conflicted. And then I fought. <laughs> uh, and then me, it's like, oh, uh, like I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm stereotypical immigrant story. So that's cool. But you know, decent childhood parents love me and then ishmael is just like depression like it's it's like yeah bro you're really killing the mood here bro this dude grew up during the 1930s he's like can you go home he's like when i was a kid we used to play with like yeah we used to like (laughs) cheeseburger (laughs) he's like ishmael's like yeah we used to like carve wood with stones when i was a child we used to play by the river and it's like okay yeah i didn't got all i had was mario what you want me to do (laughs) fuck Mario was actually based off his dad. That's <laughs> all he remembers. I'm glad you said what I was thinking. Um, Anyways, enough of that depression, yeah. hopefully, for as long as we can. Instead, let's be bitter and talk about... Um, the, so the topic for After Hours is uh, people we are jealous of. So I was listening to a podcast the other day um, about two successful people, and they talked about people who they were jealous of. And I thought it was really interesting and funny. So I wanted to talk about it. I'm gonna kick it off. Um, this guy is gonna be low key for people who don't who aren't in the car community. But I'm, I'm I know a couple cars. I'm super jealous of uh, Jeremy Clarkson, like the yeah. I don't know who the hell that is. You know, like the Top Gear, the show Top Gear. Yeah, the Grand Tour. Yeah, like, like these guys, and not like the person, but the job. Like these guys All these get paid see. to make a comedy show about cars like to talk about cars and then to travel with really cool cars to different places around the world and talk about it it's like yeah no that one's a good one it's It's like like the the dream dream job job. like Like, imagine imagine if us three got a show to talk about our favorite topic and then and then like the og top gear and then we actually made money (laughs) exactly (laughs) we got sponsors and we were loved around the world like the og top gear what they would do is they'd start an episode and then they would talk about the news it's kind of like podcast format they would talk about the news and make fun of different car news things and then they would have like skits that they would do with cars so like they would one of my most favorites of all time is that they recreated action scenes from like uh or like car action scenes from famous movies and they would like take shitty cars and do like crazy jumps and stunts with them but it was the three of them doing it with their like dry british humor and to get paid millions to do that and then to be loved by the whole car community it's like a dream job yeah that that was really good especially being able to drive pretty much any car at that point every car they they have experience on and go everywhere like they would every season they would do like a special where they would go to one part of the world and do like a car challenge and they would go to like the cool like they go to the amazon forest they would go and like explore parts of vietnam they would go to like serbia and like check out suvs like to be able to do that in a like industry 
or or with a like certain topic that you like love and to do it at that level and to do it with like two of your best friends and they did it for like 10 15 years that's just i'm so jealous yeah. of no I, w- I would watch that a lot yeah especially when they drove the supercars around this so small tiny uh it's like town like all the streets yeah. were crowded trying to get a lambo through yeah certain areas yeah, yeah they couldn't yeah. it's just and it's just so funny yeah. like the, the shenanigans like the they got one guy who's like old and dry and slow they got one guy who's who's like who's like short and like bitter and clumsy and then they got jeremy who's like uh the the host and uh they all do their thing, and it's just the dynamic that they have. Sorry, we're eating beef jerky, currently. <laughs> the dynamic that they have, the vibes that they have. Like, if we could, if the three of us could, like, do what we're doing now, but do it on a show and get paid for it. Yeah, I think shit like that and, like, impractical uh, jokers or something like that. Is that what it's called, that show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit like that. Like, if that's your career, bro, you really hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. You just have fun with your friends and stuff. I mean, you know, as much as I love our sponsors, <laughs> we could say we could use a little money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I think if I were to pick someone, I'm I'm jealous of. It's something that I'm not bitter, but I'm like, fuck, shit could have been really different. <laughs> um, so there's this YouTuber called Blockland. What sorry? Luckland, that's his name. Luckland, yeah, that's his name. Luckland, okay. he's Australian. All Australian. He's Australian, and he's been on cold ones. Crikey, he's been on cold ones. He's huge and stuff. And um, he used to be this Minecraft Pixelmon YouTuber, and <laughs> I used to play with him. I had a Skype. I'm sorry, I thought for a second you were saying he used to be a minority. He used to be a minority. <laughs> He evolved, <laughs> but um, no, I remember he came back into my memory. Uh, recently, but um, yeah, I, I used to play games with him. It was I remember he would be like, "Hey, I'm gonna record for my YouTuber, or my YouTube," and I was like 11, but I was like, oh. "This cap? Are you making up the story right now?" No, this is real. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Was he? Was it, sir? Please, please. <laughs> <clears throat> court was this man? Uh, all right, listen. I played the fifth. <laughs> so, uh, he he was my age. I think he's a little older, like two years older maybe. Oh. But um, I was 11, and he, he was probably like 13. He would record for his YouTube, and I would be like, all right, whatever, do you. Um, and in his Pixelmon videos, he would just like chat with me and talk to me and stuff like that. I remember I was embarrassed to be in the video, so um, whenever we were on Skype, I just didn't talk. But I would type through the Minecraft chat. And um, and we would talk through that, and all these videos, it's just me following him around, and like we're like helping each other out, catching stuff. And I was in his series for quite a while, and they had a little bit of a fan base because it was small. But uh, eventually, we you know we kind of broke off. Minecraft kind of stopped being popular. And yeah, then, right, so if we pull up this channel right now. Are we gonna see you? Oh my god, boys, cap. I don't know if you removed all those videos. He, Back or cap? He, he still has his uh, Pixelmon video. I don't know if he still has them. He probably has a couple, but he... I didn't know about this. He turned into a Fortnite YouTuber. Oh. Yeah, and he fucking exploded. His popularity just fucking skyrocketed. And, um, and yeah, he was 
really fucking popular. And I didn't know about them until I was at Best Buy. And I was just looking at the technology. And there's a whole fucking poster where they have, like, streamers and stuff. And they had him on it. He was on a poster? Yeah. And they had him on it advertising, like, the headphones and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. And uh, I looked up. I looked him up on YouTube. Um and he, I don't know if he has like 10 million subscribers or something like that. But I was just like, fuck, man. <laughs> Why did you hit me up, <laughs> dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, hit your boy up. Fuck. Obviously, there's no reason to actually, like, you know, go back. But it was something where I was like, fuck, man. Like, if I had just cared about that a little more back then, shit could have been way different. Massively different. And you could have been in a Fortnite YouTuber house. Exactly. That's all I ever dreamed about. <laughs> I could have been Booga. It could have been me getting that exclusive deals at five below. It should have been me at five below getting those deals. The Booga mic and the Booga headset and the Booga <laughs> keyboard. It could have been me. But um now seeing that, that made me I saw it and I was a little bitter, but I was like, hey man, you know, good for him. But I was like, damn. It it was it felt like one of those like I can only imagine what it's like to go to high school with like Will Smith, and then you see the motherfucker <laughs> be getting your stealing your bitch in high school, then yeah. stealing everyone's bitch in in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the closest feeling I had to that, which was interesting. Shameless, do you have That's any crazy story? Interesting? How are you gonna follow that up? Johnny sins. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 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 That, I should have known your ass would say this, but that man. Let me tell you, that man is a space. He's his Lamborghini equivalent. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. Wait, Wait, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, people who are listening. He's a man of different trades. Brian Abel, listen, this man is not joking. <laughs> Bro, he has more than one thing under his belt. What you mean, guy? The, the job in particular, <laughs> let's say. I'm not even talking. I, I need you to explain this. That man spends his. Days plowing, my guy. <laughs> Any, I don't even know what the what the count is on that like, man. But it was like this guy gets bitches. It's all I've ever wanted. Man's is a damn good plumber <laughs> and cleans the pipe like no other man. Dude, this guy has the best Yelp reviews for. Um, I think people like Johnny Sins. I think it's it's wild because you know guys are always praised for it. Um, that kind of work. And it's not as taboo either. I don't want to be Johnny Sins. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you just fuck so many women that it's, when it's your not job, special it's, anymore. Right. And yeah. you just lose sensitivity to it. But, like, there's also some male porn stars that are like, fuck yeah, bro. It's fucking awesome. Because we're guys and it's just in our genes to want to fuck all the time and different faces and shit. So, I, I get I get some jealousy towards that. I'm like, fuck, you can just fuck whenever you want. Or like, that's your work. You just get paid to fuck models. I think that's what I'm jealous of is that he gets paid for it. Yeah, he gets paid to fuck models, and that's that's it. He gets to go home. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's a good put. Tell me that's not a good choice. No, it's pretty mid. I'm going to be real. Ah, that's, you don't play is, me like that. You're actually a nine-year-old. How am I a <laughs> well, nine-year-old? Your answers to everything are like... Your answers to everything are like... Call of Duty. Tits. <laughs> Lamborghinis. You're actually... You're a KSI. You're an average KSI viewer for 2013. And in all honesty, I I only started watching KSI. 
I, I never really? wa- I never watched KSI before. I don't even know who he was. He goes off now. Not gonna lie. Anyways, um, man, you better have another two ready that are like solid because I feel like that's a such a cheap answer. For real, bro. I'm disappointed in you. And it better not be me, bro, because I know you're jealous of me, but like you know, <laughs> you gotta relax sometimes. <laughs> you gotta, you it's know. everything you ever wanted to be. Exactly. Um, Speaking of everything I ever wanted to be. <laughs> Kaluk? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, the transition was fire. Hold on. No, I mean, I didn't notice until Iman pointed it out. But, like, so there's a guy in Overwatch League. I'm going to nerd out a little bit. He plays for San Francisco. He looks very similar to me, except he's a giant. He's tall as fuck. He's buff <laughs> as fuck. He's a pro Overwatch know, player. When you buff. said, he's well, he's not buff. He's not shredded, but he's a big guy. Yeah. And. He's tall. And when you said, like, oh, he's everything I ever wanted to be, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Like, you're kind of right. He's fucking, he's taller. He makes more money than me. He's in the game I want to be. He's professionally in it. And he's literally a 6'4 white version of you. Exactly. And, I, and I'm just, it's, it looks like I'm looking into a parallel universe when I'm seeing him. And then I look back at myself and I'm like, oh, God, what am I? I'm just a fucking <laughs> dickhead in an apartment <laughs> with this uh, with a hamster on the floor and like you know, I mean shit. It, it was a little bit of a like a shit. I gotta do something. <laughs> I gotta get my life together. You know, this was during the grand finals yeah, too. Yeah, during grand finals, I was like shit. I'm a but you know he didn't win, so you know yeah, I'm the one who wins. Now. I'm the one who yeah, and he he's off the team now. He's actually not important. So we're on the same field hey, now. This is your chance. You he had a good year, up. and you know I had a couple of decent months. <laughs> so you know, okay, a couple of decent weeks, a couple of decent hours. <laughs> your chance to show up, be like exactly. I am, I am him. I am Korea. <laughs> That's how that I get a job. <laughs> Alright, alright. Do you yeah. have anything ready? No, for you, what you mean? I'm you, last. You literally, he yeah. has nothing else. Oh, I got something else. <laughs> I told him this, we told him this prompt two hours ago, <laughs> and he was like, he thought about it for like 30 seconds, he's like, uh, he's like, wait, who fucks a lot? Johnny Sids. Alright, bet. Um, my next one, I, the YouTuber one is a good shout. I don't know if I've ever like known a person that I was really jealous of or that I really wanted to maybe in like elementary school like there was a cool kid that I really wanted to be like that's elementary school and that was like like that person is literally nothing did you guys ever feel jealous when you had a crush on a girl but you were not the guy that she liked yeah and it's like fuck and it was like a it's such an awakening thing to be like, oh, Bro. this guy is so far apart from what I look like. Yeah. I don't, I don't stand a chance. Yeah, I was a bad, ugly kid. Yeah. It's it yeah, every I day. think all of us have gone through that every day. Yep. Um, my next one is. Uh, okay. <laughs> Kaluj is really good. <laughs> that, that one is genuinely good. Um, but I hope you guys pick like a couple celebrities because I'm thinking about. The next one is a celebrity for me. Um, and this one, a lot of these are just like, basically, I'm jealous of people who get to do what they love and get paid for it. Because the next one is Charlie Puth. Like the the How's musician that? Charlie Puth. You know Charlie Puth, yeah. right? That's really specific. So here's the thing about Charlie Puth, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Not only is he like talented as fuck, like he can 
like basically what he does every day like he hasn't made an album in like a couple years what he does every day is like every once in a while he'll do like a master class on how to make music but what he does every day is he streams himself just like making music and making beats on a piano i didn't know he streams that's pretty cool he streams every day like he's on he's on like uh like youtube tiktok and stuff and he will stream and like he'll just have like a a, a synth like digital keyboard and then he'll what's up <laughs> what's up i'm feeding him beef jerky and i give him another piece and <laughs> i had to double take the fact that he still didn't eat the first piece i gave him you piece of shit sorry, Dad. i'm feeding him but um his throat ain't long enough no he will like <laughs> another throat game okay i got immense throat game don't even disrespect the throat game um but no he um yeah he will like he will sit there for like four or five hours and then use like crazy random sounds and then make like so, like full songs like he'll do he'll take like a the sound of like a tin can or something and make like a full seven level like orchestrated musical composition out of it but just the fact that he gets to does he stream on twitch or something or does he stream yeah he does facebook live he's also on tiktok too and but like he he's like um Oh, it's like a Dan Mouse too, where like Dan Mouse's house has like this insane studio in it, and he just sits there all day and he does like cool music shit and he streams it. Same thing. Charlie will sit there and do it, and then make all this music, and then he'll like interact with his viewers and and like show them how to do shit. And so like the guy, he he has something that he loves, which is music, right? And he's like a pro at it. Like he's so good at it, it's so effortless. And then not only does he like get to show off his skills, but like he gets to share that with a large community and then he gets to give back and teach people about it and then he he gets paid to do it casually like to just hang out and like it's i'm so jealous no I, I get that um you you know how i told you i met the one of the guitarists for last dinosaurs yeah um so he has a really small twitch but when he does stream i, I get to talk to him there and like like uh when i had the electric guitar while he was live he would kind of try to help me out and stuff yeah and I get jealous of people who are fucking really good at the shit that I'm trying to learn. Yeah. And he's really good at the electric guitar. So good that like, and, and most musicians can do that when you're used to it. But when you hear like, a, so he would just like kind of like to get sounds that he likes, he would just play jazz music and be like, all right, let me throw in a, a guitar in here and just like make it work. Yeah. Like just off memory and just seeing how good it sounds and like, I'm like, oh, dude, like, he's doing this live and he's making it up live that it's good enough that it could be, like, on a sound, like, uh, on, on Spotify or something, like, an actual song. And I get so jealous of it because I'm like, fuck, like, I'm so bad at this right now. And it's so hard. But seeing someone, like, mastered at something that you're currently practicing, it, it makes me so jealous. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, fuck, he gets to tour and stuff. Like, I want to be the guy who shreds in front of a girl's face while I'm fucking... <laughs> On the fucking guitar or some shit, make them go fucking ee, so cool. But I think the electric guitar in general is something I I, I find so fascinating these days, more, more than every, any other time I think. But um, yeah, the electric guitar it was amazing. And he's my favorite guitar player. Um, but yeah, that that that's something that I'm a little like jealous about. Just all right, going back to you, talented people doing what they love and getting paid for it. Yeah, so. With me, you guys were expecting Ronaldo, huh? 
What? your <laughs> CR seven. Actually, actually, he kind of he kind of does have like the I want it to be Ronaldo kind of vibe. <laughs> no, no, you know what I'm jealous of? Ishmael's one wave. <laughs> you know, if I had that shit, I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> the right. of, nah, the bro, I couldn't get the wave, bro. I only got a ripple. All right, so I, I was. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Come on, why? The pause. Anyway. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So as I was saying, you know, I, I would say Ronaldo, but you know, I gotta go with uh, my boy Faze Carpeta. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I really want to laugh at you, but all right. All right. Go on. You, you know which other Faze member that is? Faze Rug. Yeah. Yeah, 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 bro. Dude has shitty pranks and still gets paid for him. Doesn't even play Call of Duty anymore. Used to, but he was shit at it anyways. I felt like I could have done that. With my shitty skills, I felt like I could have gone a long ways. The amount of money he's getting, the amount of followers he has for some shitty videos, I would love to do that. I could provide shitty content like that. Yeah, thoughts? You do provide shitty content. You okay. don't get paid for it. That's what I'm saying. Like I could, I could be doing that kind of stuff, like his pranks and all that. I mean, I so think basically, too. you want to be prank nation. I, I could be prank nation <laughs> if I have to. I could throw off a prank, put some laxatives on Eric's, Eric's drinks. I feel like you want to be someone like Steve will do it. That's all his YouTube subscription feed is. Just a bunch of college jocks doing like stupid shit, hurting themselves, and then it's just like, "Yo, we should do something like that." <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't know." But um, do you have another person? Because I have someone. I do. Okay, yeah. you go first. Um, let's blast this out real quick, and then we'll jump to break. Uh, this is okay. Next one's a YouTuber for me, and this one's very obvious for reasons that I've explained on the podcast before. Um. If you've watched, I think it was season one back when we talked about, um, like, if we could do anything on YouTube, what would we do? Um, and I said, basically, yeah, the person I'm jealous of is, is Casey Neistat. Um, and, and I think also just, like, that group of people plus, so, like, I think Quarter Digital, I think, you guys remember Freddie W.? Like those kinds of uh, like high production, uh, really like Hollywood level skits, but on like a YouTube level um, or in the YouTube medium. Yeah, so like he and people, but like he and people were like mainstream and they got into YouTube, but like quarter digital, Freddie Wong kind of vibe, and also Casey Neistat. But the thing that makes it Casey specifically is the vlogs. I just think like the. The way that he took vlogs and then he like made it really dynamic and he made it so refreshing and he added all the the expertise with the videography and yeah like and people gagged hobbies. on him a little bit because like at the end of the day because because it's youtube because we all know how it's done we know that he you know he would go somewhere place the camera walk back and then skate and then yeah. cut and walk back to the camera yeah. And see if it's good. It, it sounds goofy, but like you know, when you watch it all in it's, in, in in one, it looks nice. It's an incredible viewing. And experience. yeah, he he started that. The, you know, the skateboarding through New York. It's it's cool. It's iconic. It's Casey Neistat. And I think seeing that shit was cool. And then you see other creators kind of copy him. You know, Jesse Wellens and stuff like that. 
um, like what, get inspired by it. But um, what made Casey special was that he took vlogs, which is like a very relatively like casual and non-active thing, and he brought a level of like tech and like videography tech and like attention to it that like skyrocketed not only like the production value but also like the intensity you know like it was it was high intensity and it was there was a lot of attention to detail that other vloggers other vloggers were just like all right shit i'm gonna record me what's like, up guys today we're gonna go to the yeah. grocery store <laughs> hanging out or like grabbing food and like put no effort into it and then upload it and because i'm a good personality people will like it but casey was that and then he added on the production and just the cool tech like being able to i think essentially like having a youtube channel and then being able to be a personality but also be able to showcase like cool video things and then cool tech i'm so jealous of that that's very reasonable um my mouth is full so i'm gonna give it to Ishmael. understandable all right how, what do you how do you feel about uh casey neistat ishmael because i don't think we have enough time for another I don't even know who the hell that is. <laughs> Bro, yo, he's like, he's like, I got no clue who these people are. He's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. He's like, do right. you even exist, bro? He's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> All right, you know what? Let's let's jump through a quick break, and then we'll come back, and uh, we'll have uh, Eric. He was his next one. This episode is sponsored by Cavemen. Thank you. Thank you, homo vloggers. <laughs> Caveman. Caveman. <laughs> Casey Neistat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, someone who I was also jealous about, and you mentioned YouTubers. For me, right now, PewDiePie. Really, Felix? Now? Yeah, right now, because mm, and Felix I Fox. have sympathy for it, or like empathy for it, because it's Japan, bro. When I went, when I'd gone in Japan, and I see him go everywhere I was at, and knowing that he gets to stay there, yeah, he gets to learn the language. He has a gorgeous girlfriend there. He's in a, a healthy wife. relationship. He's in a healthy relationship. I mean, His life is fucking perfect. He gets to work out. He, no he, job. He literally shits and he makes millions of dollars. Yeah. And and the thing is, Japan is so amazing. And people are always like, well, you don't know the dark secrets of Japan. And like, okay, most of the shitty parts about Japan is if you work in Japan. Is that if you're a working citizen there. Like your life sucks, but if you live there, or or also if you're a woman, if you're a woman, I was gonna if say, if you're a woman and you're in Japan, that's pretty shitty as well. I mean, to certain ages specifically, but yeah, but um, but yeah, if you're a working person in Japan, it's pretty awful considering the overtime they do and all that. But um, Felix doesn't go through that. He just he, he gets act- to live there, enjoy yeah. the perfect things about Japan, yeah. and not deal with it. And people are like, "Oh, well, wait till you see and stuff." Well, and he keeps saying, "Well, I haven't seen any of it." And the thing is, he's never going to. He is a millionaire yeah. in in a really proper country Bro. where everyone's polite, everyone's very private, everyone's low key and respectful. He's not going to run into that shitty lifestyle. Ninety nine percent of the world is nice to live in if you're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and like he was already pretty miserable in the UK because it's the UK. I do know Brighton, bro. <laughs> yeah, in Brighton, and um, now that he's one. in Japan, and like, yeah, I mean, he he has a beautiful home in it now, and like so nice. two dogs. He just gets to surf on his fucking downtime. I watch those vlogs, and they're so peaceful. But every time I see him go somewhere, I was at, I was like, fuck. I know how amazing being there is. And for him, it doesn't end. 
Like he gets to stay there and he gets to live there and he gets to learn the language. He gets to, you know, you know, be there and like no stresses at all. Just being rich there, I think, because that's my dream. Like if I could ever live in a different country and be there and be rich, that that would be my spot. I think what makes Felix special is that he's gone through so much at this point that like even the dumb shit that he's done, it's hard for people to hate Felix. Like, like the dude does whatever he wants and because yeah and and my thing is that like i'm so happy he was the number one youtuber because he's the most humble about it yeah he's so humble he even now he's still a cheap fuck that's what i'm saying (laughs) like Like, he he could do anything and people would love him because he's just so lovable yeah and and he's just so easy to like watch and stuff like that it's like i'm glad it was him and i'm not bitter because i'm like i see other people like have that lifestyle but i'm like ah uh, you're you're kind of a dick about it. You're kind of a yeah. weeb about it. You're like, hey, look at all these the stuff I get to do because yeah. you weebs can't do it. It's just Felix is just find peace there and he's happy there. Yeah. And like it's it's so enjoyable watching those vlogs and because it's like oh it's like it's something I want, but I get to see him go through it and he's not a dickhead about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, I started uh, watching PewDiePie again because of the vlogs. He's not a shithead like most YouTubers where they just blast off whatever the fuck they have. Lambos, mm-hmm. fucking big ass houses. He's very humble with what he has. He doesn't need the biggest house. He doesn't need anything over the top, to be honest. Even the cars he has, like, they're not even, you know, all, all that. I mean, it's pretty secure with what he has. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I really didn't watch PewDiePie before. I mean, I watched him, like, way back when I was younger. Just uh, oh, I used to watch so much. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah, but like after like uh, middle school, high school, I stopped yeah. watching him because I didn't really like what he was posting. I didn't really like Same. his content at all yeah. until the vlog started like coming out with the Japan. The yeah, that not my thing. I, I don't watch him. I haven't watched him since I was like probably middle school, but um, like I still know who he is and like what he does in his character. It's it's like unfallible, basically. Um, yeah. In the same vein, someone I'm jealous of, since we're naming off YouTubers, I feel like I could. Mr. Live... Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Mr. No, seriously though, like um, I think his name is Jimmy, right? Mr. Beast is cool because because of the way that he approached the business part of everything, and the fact that he did it when he was like 21 makes me no. angry. Dude, like the rest of his like family line, you yeah. gotta compare yourself to that. Like yeah. his accomplishments, dude. Yeah. Like what he's taking to the grave for everything he's done. Yeah. It's it's insane. <laughs> it really is insane. I, and it makes me bitter. <laughs> it's like it's a little jealousy, but it's mostly bitter because it's like the way he did it was so obvious. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like let's just take whatever is super mainstream right now. And like squeeze the shit out of it, but when he doesn't, when he does it, it's not tacky because he puts so much money and yeah, he commits a hundred percent to it. So hard, but I I also think that's the difference between like so you uh, so right now I think Mr. Beast is really close to PewDiePie and subscribers and things like that. Yeah, and he might have passed them now. I don't know, but um, I think the difference is like Mr. Beast, like it's still not the same because PewDiePie's was very organic. Besides the whole like. Oh, beat T series kind of thing. Yeah, but like he was still already really high, and there was just a very loyal fan base. Mr. Beast, 
is he's big because he's exploiting an algorithm. Right. Because he's like, oh, I know what works. I'm going to push this and I'm going to put hella money. I don't really love People him. like watching. I don't, yeah, you I don't care about Jimmy. his business, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The hustle and the, the grind he's done for it is insane. But do I like his character? Not really. Like, I don't hate it. I'm just indifferent. Yeah. But I also just don't care about his personal life, like yeah. Felix. Yeah. Like, I don't care about him. And Jimmy's cool because of the things he does, not because of who he is. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between the two of them. But. Um, I mean, I'm f- I'm also fine with him being the next big YouTuber, um, or like the number one, because I mean, how long can PewDiePie really hold it? it? I think it's it's long enough, anyways. But enough about that, I guess. I'm a yeah, no, I had a check, but they're both at 111 million. Oh, yeah. yeah, the low key background YouTube war. Um, I this next one, <laughs> I, mean, I think you're gonna feel this next one a little bit. This person is literally. I could have literally done this. I feel like um, they they took what was like shitty comedy on YouTube, and <laughs> and they took it from nothing, and then they somehow matured from it and yep. get canceled. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> they tour the world making like surprisingly good music. Like he's he's a he's like a, a decently cute guy. That makes good music, and they came from a comedy background. He's like literally everything no, that I, yeah. I could have. I literally, I yeah. this. Yeah, Mr. Joji. Yeah, Filthy Frank. Oh my God, the motherfucker who made it. I don't find him as much as I am jealousy, as much as of an inspiration. I think he's done so much disgusting shit, and he's like. It's weird. He's just excused from it. <laughs> like his record label knows that they will not grow without him. Uh, uh, Eighty Eight Rising, they're popular because of him. Well, Eighty Eight Rising. Well, I mean, like before him was Rich Brian. Yeah, so and it was literally it was literally like an Asian rapper who almost said the N word, and that was like their, yeah. their like label. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, it was the perfect place to go. Yeah, because it's like, and then you get this guy, and then you know they ho- they represent a lot of the Asians and stuff, and it's cool. But, like, I think the idea that Joji comes from all this disgusting shit and people tried to cancel him and it just didn't work. You know, all, all the fucking Korean or K-pop fans try to get at him. Didn't work. But what were you going to say? The reason why Joji worked um, is because he broke out the same time Billy broke out. Really? And they both made the same style of music where it's like the alternate it, the first couple songs they both did were like um, the lo-fi alternate genre, and then Billy exploded because like Billy did like Ocean Eyes, and then her her whole EP was like like sad sad girl hours kind of music, and then Joji's EP was sad boy hours, and it was yeah. like the same thing, and then she blew up, and then that was like that one that was like back when like musically was still a thing, and then she was going crazy on there, and then. George's EP came out and he had enough of a backing and then people got into it and then we went through that like lo-fi era where it was like X and Juice World and then people were making like Bart Simpson yeah, like yeah. like compilations and then it was like what are you going to choose from for music it's like well you want lo-fi music you want chill vibes but like your option is Billy and then oh shit look Joji is making this EP and then he came out with slow dancing it's like he picked the perfect genre at the perfect time. And the time. weird thing is about Joji too is that he's so good at going viral so many times. Whether it's yeah. the Harlem Shake 
or that slow dancing in the dark where you're sitting down spinning it like each and every time or like even pink pink season which is even on fucking talk show host like i think it's wild how he can make such a strong transition and be so successful at it there's another part to that success too he's like the pinnacle of ugly hot yeah yeah because you, know, you know how there's the hot ugly ugly mm, hot thing yeah, yeah, yeah he's pinnacle ugly hot right he's so lovable exactly and i think what's awesome too is that he kept his charisma like yeah all his concerts and stuff people yeah. were like expecting sad boy music the whole time no. very serious no like he's fucking playing spongebob music so and playing smash bros in, in his concerts and stuff it's fucking awesome that he kept his sense of humor yeah. of it and like he is just that that friend who you feel like made it yeah and and like you know all the fucked up shit he's done but like hey you know fuck it he literally made he's it there. out the hood exactly yeah. he's that friend who made it out the hood and yeah. now he's successful <laughs> he just doesn't come back that's it but you, you watch him grow and like i think he is the most successful youtuber to music industry artist i think I, of course we're not including there's, like justin bieber and no, shit like yeah that, there's but, probably some bullshit technicality out there like yeah. justin bieber but like, like if we're considering like an actual, actual he was YouTuber. known as a youtuber yeah. and then that Legit he's YouTuber. easily the most successful like even other people like ksi don't even come close to him no. in terms of like his spotify plays and no. stuff like that it's not the same whatsoever no. but no joji joji's someone else who i'm really happy to see he's doing successful like because yeah his channel would not survive these days it wouldn't work no. And he left at such a perfect time. That's what I'm saying. He just and timed it so It nice. worked so well for him. And I'm just happy he's doing well. And But yeah, it's it's that jealousy because I'm like, fuck, I wish I wish we could have done some shit like that. And yeah, yeah it was it's cool to watch, though. It's definitely cool to watch. I went to his concert recently. Amazing time. Fucking amazing singer. And new album dropped. That shit was a bop. I feel like we're picking so many music artists, but real quick. Um, Billy's older brother, Phineas. He's you know more of those two than I think me and Ish do, so I'll I'll let you go off for a bit. He the reason why I'm so jealous of him is because he's literally a genius. Like like Charlie Puth is one thing, but Phineas, for anyone who's listened to Billy and or Phineas's music, Phineas wrote and produced all of those songs himself, like as an individual. And so like this one man and Billy's right. like what genre does it's, they do like pop alternate oh, rock okay and like this one man like billy's the the i think the second or third largest artist in the world right now this one man is single-handedly responsible for the music production of both himself and his little sister and when he did it like back when they blew up he was 18 and she was 14 like and now he's continuing to do it like her album that came out like last year or two years ago wildly successful he did his own album that was successful, and I think he's literally twenty three years old. I think what's wild is, and there's a meme about it, but like it's just this motherfucker does not miss. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's literally old age, and he's like a musical genius, and like, it just how? keeps working. Like I don't enjoy Billy's music all that much, but it's still very successful just for someone and who's- is like ever had to do something creative yeah right? it's in order to keep doing good things consistently back to back, back, to back. back. oh and I, that brings me to another person i'll bring him up after but um no yeah finney's i mean I, again like i didn't know he made all the billy Eilish songs from like 2016 and like further from back that time but no to be able to create that bop 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 yeah. bop because that's what he's like not to say billy couldn't have done it on her own maybe but he prevented her from being a one-hit wonder. Yep. 
um prevented her yeah right i don't know if i worded that i'm a little fucked up no, that was... but um yeah like he stopped that and not only that he's still going with that year when she just won a shit ton of grammys and like i think it's kind of cool because she wins them but he knows he yeah. knows that he's yeah. the motherfucker who did it all yeah. Behind the scenes, it's like that Saul Goodman meme. Walter have, White wouldn't have been successful if it wasn't they have for like the me. Most wholesome relationship too. It's yeah, like, they they are cool about it because like they're just they, siblings. It, you're just jealous of how perfect they are. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's, but you can relate to that because you have a sister, and then you're you're supposed to be her Why? Phineas. What Why happened? Can't huh? My sister. Well, it's because she can't <laughs> sing like Billy. Like if if she can sing like Billy, you I got would the try. production easy. I would have attempted at least. <laughs> I was gonna say someone who was also really consistent since they came out and like you keep thinking their era is done but it's not it's post malone i think when mm. he came out with white iverson it was like oh you know i keep hearing this song and then congratulations came out and then his album came out and like he just kept doing collabs so, and collabs and he's such a nice guy such a humble guy about everything even on like breakfast club where he's getting shit on by something that, that one dickhead <laughs> the short guy i forget his name but um, when he's getting shit on about like being a white rapper and things like that, he's he just keeps playing like, hey, you know what, man? I'm just here, make music. If you like it, you like it. If you yeah. don't, you don't. But like, he just wants to make people happy, and he's such a cool character to see. I'm jealous of the fact that everyone loves Post Malone. Yeah, like no one hates Post Malone. No, huh? he's just like he's hard to hate, especially when living in an, Utah, because so many people run into him. He's such an angel. Like, yeah, like if you've ever seen videos of people shit on Post, he's like, "Why would you say that? That's me." Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "Why would you say that to him, bro? What's wrong with you?" Especially in front of him, because he's just like he doesn't argue back. He's yeah. just like, "Oh, no, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, you feel that way, man. Yeah, like, yeah. sorry, I couldn't make you happy." Yeah. And and then like you you know if you're the one shitting on him and you're hearing that you're like, "I'm a piece of shit for shitting on him." I'm gonna be honest though. I thought his most recent album was whatever. It's okay. Like the, it has like four good like songs. The, the tooth one or whatever it was called. Yeah, it was like something twelve co- carat toothache. Or something yeah, like that. I, I, I it was okay. It was okay. There, there's some good songs I liked on it a lot. Before, it had its high highs, but it had its low the lows. The ones before that, very solid. Yeah, Stony is a very good album. Beer pong's Beer a Bentley. Bentley. Really fucking that good. That one aged I, really well. I thought I didn't like that album when I listened to it. it. Then I, really I listened well. to it and I was like. Most of these songs are fucking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hollywood's Bleeding, I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. yeah, very a lot of rock alternative music in there. All right, Ishmael, we gave you plenty of time to think about someone. Rob Deerdick. Wait, who's Rob Deerdick? You never seen Fantasy Factory? Fantasy what? Fantasy Factory. Ridiculousness? Yeah, Ridiculousness, you never seen it? No. Oh, come on. Explain. Oh, okay. Pretty much that. All right. All right. Yeah, like, uh, man, uh, he's pretty much vlogging his life on uh, Fantasy Factor at that. So he's just pretty much vlogging. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, man. Wait, I, so. I, I love this thing back in the day. What, what? He's like Ray William Johnson. Like, he, he like, no, he reacts to mainstream videos. But he has, I think I've heard of ridiculousness. ridiculousness. All he is is just, uh, like, um, pretty much uh, shitty things like uh, what was that uh, prank thing that they did? It's like some show AFV or something like that. Americans Funniest Videos. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much that, but he's just reacting to, reacting to it pretty much. So that's what you're jealous of, is like. But he's making bank off of it. What you mean? Well, he's not doing it anymore. I don't think Are you he jealous is. about the money or the fact that he gets to do that for the money? He gets to do that for the money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
I don't know what uh, Fantasy Factory was as much as him having like rich warehouse full of stuff and he would just fuck around in it. But um, I think also, I think for me, uh, I guess we're going into mainstream. uh, I guess I can sum it up to actors in general. I think acting looks so fucking fun and cool. I think I could do it if I was properly trained. Acting is really weird. Um, but I could never do acting for theater. Theater acting is just so nerdy. <laughs> and I don't know. It just, it's, I can't do it. But movie acting, it looks so cool. I, it's, it's fun that, like, your job is, you know, you get to pretend to be someone with, like, a bunch of friends or possible friends and then, you know, kind of come back to normal and stuff like that. I can do action movies, though. Anything no, screen, no, action is, does sound like really annoying. Well, it look the thing about acting is that it looks really cool to us, but then when you watch behind the scenes, it's like very like 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 drama kids, high school drama kids. I heard it's really stressful. Like some dude in like an empty room by himself, and he's like he's like, you know, like you literally have to drop all self consciousness and like yeah. and like yell at just nothing in a room, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors and uh, what was it? The Jurassic Park, yeah. Having yeah. or the Guardians of the Galaxy, that raccoon. Yeah, so like you gotta be yeah, able just, to like <laughs> handle something it like just that. So just, just think about it. Like you just hanging out and they're like action, and then you're like, <laughs> and then cut, and it's like. That's my thing for me at least. I find it very impressive the fact that you can just stare at nothing and just pretend like it's fucking there it's and convince people that it is. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do it is the thing. I feel like I want to because I, I feel like I've always felt like a very like expressive person, but I've never been, a, I've never had an excuse to fully explode it out there because I think I'd be good at it, I but I, but I like, see you but I can't fucking like, I have no reason to. Yeah. And I, I also know that like going into acting is kind of a washball move, kind of like I'm not even going to make it. Yeah, and it's something that like it's like oh I really wish I could have and I really wish I had the guts to go for it, but I'm glad I don't at the same time because uh, you know shit could go bad and most likely would. The one actor that I'm jealous of, and he was one of the people I was thinking about as specifically like a, for his cock size, specifically for the fact that it's massive. Uh, I was thinking about this on the way here, but John Krasinski. Um, Who's that? Because uh, Jim, Jim from The Office, the uh, he's. I didn't watch The Office. Bitch, bro, why are you so boring? <laughs> like Office is already like mainstream enough and very like plain vanilla. Yeah, and not you can't even do. Give me that, bro. People like watch The Office, you gotta work with me, bro. Who are like, have you heard about this like low key artist called Tame Impala? <laughs> yeah. People. Like, yeah um and is just still that guy who's, no i have not heard of this i don't what do you do um watch malcolm in the middle but but no like, show? i genuinely like i that's the one kind of acting i could do which is like the like the comedy and the the way that it was shot in like that dry documentary style too i that's dude i'd love to be in a sitcom john krasinski in the office is basically me in my office at work like, like I, I will see like strange things that happen, and then I will like make faces at imaginary cameras, and I will just be like, "The fuck just happened," and continue on. And like people are like, the, "You just had like an office moment," or, or like, "I have like a really goofy boss too, who kind of has Michael Scott vibes." I could genuinely do the John Krasinski thing in the office, and then the fact that 
he branched out from there and was able to what I mainly want to do in in media if I ever did it, the fact that he branched out and he was able to write and direct, like series. yeah, kind of like yeah. the Key and Peele vibe, where where Jordan Peele was able to branch out from comedy and then like start writing these movies and these entire like original screenplays and then direct and produce and everything. That's what I'm jealous of. I think yeah, something like Jordan Peele, like making movies and stuff. Especially from a perspective where no one expects you to when you're coming from comedy to horror. Yeah. I'd be like, you're the funny guy. You can't do shit, bro. Because that's the thing that sucks. It's like, it even applies to real life. Is because, like, I've always been recommended for, like, oh, like a higher position, maybe a supervisor. But because I'm always considered the funny guy, the goofball, no one thinks you can be the goofball and the supervisor at the same time. But when you do have a supervisor who is a goofball, those are always the best ones. Because they're the most human. Yeah. They're the most relatable ones. But um, I think it's cool seeing someone who, like Jordan Peele, just, you don't take them serious and then you show, they get to flex their potential. Exactly. And prove everyone wrong. Yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm jealous of not only that skill, like the, the ability of John and Jordan to go from funny guy to like, like Oscar worthy, like, screenwriters and directors um from also like a quiet place and um from the couple movies that jordan's done now but also just the fact that they have that platform like platform is so much yeah like like all of these people had a platform i'm just jealous of that's the annoying thing because everyone's like well if you have the passion do it yeah because it's no it's not the same i could do it but it's no one's gonna watch it no one's gonna fucking pay for it no one gives a shit (laughs) it could be amazing but you just don't give a fuck no one gives a fuck yeah like they have the notoriety for it and you know they have a name for themselves and a lot of the show business is luck Mm -hmm. you just make it or you don't it's not about how good you are you just make it or you don't (laughs) and like and that's the the hard thing about it getting in it and that's why i'll never try that's literally true about like most of the people we talk about yeah, all of it you just make it or you don't anyways what are we, how are we doing on we got a few more minutes i just like to use the last few minutes to talk about how disappointed i am in you shameless once again we have another silent episode he we had another lamborghini episode we had another lamborghini we were trying so hard to not this, have a lamborghini episode this, this man said Sex and funny. Fantasy <laughs> <was> factory. <laughs> Think about it. You said ridiculousness and like of the people you wish you would be. And you said that. What's wrong with that? What issue? What issue does that have? It screams 13 years old. I wish I had a warehouse where I could play games and ride my bike <laughs> and make money. You just want to okay. be a member of FaZe, basically. I did say FaZe. I said FaZe Carpeta already. No, but I mean, like, that like that was your first answer. But actually, all of your answers are just, I want to be in FaZe, basically. I could be in FaZe. But also Johnny Sins. Why not? Yeah, he wants to do all that, but then fuck. <laughs> like, fuck. That's <laughs> but also, um, no, um, what's it called? Uh, what is that show again? Like, the, the prankster show? Uh, like, with Saul and everyone? Practical Jokers. Like, we could legitimately do Impractical Jokers, though. Yeah, we could. Oh, honestly, the three of us. It's shit. <laughs> that would be... I think people would watch It was, like, that. one of the best shows of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, how much time do we have left? Like, five minutes? Yeah, you got another one? All right. I have one person left. Um, I think someone that I 
I don't envy, but I think it's impressive enough, and I hope to, to like ever be able to do the same myself. But like, I think someone, uh, the the author for One Piece, Oda. Uh-huh. I was wondering if you were going to pick artists. Mm-hmm. I I choose him specifically because this story's been going on for over twenty years, and I think it's impressive as fuck because it's it's not like he has everything planned out. Yeah. But the fact that he's doing it so, I guess, smoothly. Right. And it's going so well for so long. Yeah. <laughs> like, One Piece has been number one for so long. And this guy just, like, it, I don't know. Because when I, when I brainstorm and things like that about storylines and things like that, and to see him actually execute it and think of how little things you have to predict. Like when you put something in this story, but you're not going to bring it back until 15 years later. <laughs> like. Right. And then you bring back that storyline, and it's like, oh, hey, I actually hint dropped at that 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and if you paid attention, you'll notice. And things like that, it's it's so impressive, but it's also just the work ethic that, like, he just doesn't stop. It's Yeah, it can be unhealthy, um, and it's an addiction, but, like, it's it, it's impressive regardless. The dog's having a heart attack. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Anyway. Anyways, um I, I think if you're into writing or like you, if you have a creative mindset, seeing someone as as Oda who's done it for such a long time, I think other artists like stuff like they're like authors who made stuff like Demon Slayer and like you know JJK who are kind of like oh my series is only gonna last like five years or like four, and like the manga or like the you know the comic, it lasts like maybe three, um, and I, I think it's. It's interesting to be able to stretch it out for that long, and I don't know. You you make your mark, and I we all know like I think Pokemon ended recently, or it's gonna end. The story of like Ash, you know, everyone knows Ash, the, the main guy with Pikachu, like that's ending, and that's been going on for twenty five years. And like I think it's cool to show like a most recent episode in Shibuya, like on the cities and stuff. Everyone just got to watch it, and I think it's gonna be cool for him when he finishes One Piece. It's like the world's gonna stop when that happens, yeah. and watch. And to be able to do a story for that long and that grand, it's so unique. That's and what I was saying earlier. It's just like, for someone, anyone who's tried to do anything creatively, in order to be able to do it at such a high level so consistently, like, how do you how do you just keep thinking of these things? Yeah. And, I don't know, it's, it's wildly impressive. And, I don't know, you just don't miss. <laughs> exactly. It's like... Like all of these artists who are who are that good, it's just like it's it's easy to not miss a couple of times to do it like two hundred times. Anyways, but uh, on that we'll wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you know we all wish Samus could talk more, but sometimes we wish he wouldn't, and you know he blesses with that. Uh, bye bye, I guess. <laughs>